Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thanks for joining us on this broadcast. I hope you enjoyed yesterday's Wednesdays for Women episode with Adia Wusher, my good friend and the executive director of Kentucky Right for Life. As she always has some wonderful thoughts and insights as to not only what's going on in our Kentucky legislature, but the deeper issues that affect all of us, especially with regard to women, wives and mothers. So I appreciate that. If you didn't catch it, we'll talk about that in a minute. Because on Monday and Tuesday, we covered the difficult concepts of trials, struggles, burdens, and, and burdens in this life, including and even at times those intentionally placed on us by God himself and how we are to grow and learn in them as we cast them on the Lord and insert ourselves into his yoke. This not only makes our burdens lighter, but allows us to draw and stay close to him as he lifts and pulls the burdens along with us by his word and spirit in us. And he teaches us so we can learn directly from him. It's not always easy, but it's truly awesome if you're willing to follow through. And now, as I mentioned, if you missed any of those, yesterday's Wednesday for Women or Monday or Tuesday or any before that, you can go to our website at loveandlordship.com. Don't put the ampersand in, okay? Put A-N-D, put it all together, loveandlordship.com. That's our website, and you can find uh, articles there on the Read tab. You can listen to podcasts on the Listen tab or watch videos on the Watch tab. And our book is there, the little icon in the middle of the homepage, uh, The Authority of Love, Second Edition. And so love to know what you think about any or all of that, good, bad, or ugly, agree or disagree, contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com. Again, no ampersand, A and D in the middle, all together, loveandlordship at gmail.com. So the question persists, why do we face problems, bear burdens, have to overcome trials, sicknesses, sin, and struggles? I thought when I got saved, all that goes away, according to many preachers in our churches today, either by what is taught or what is omitted in their teaching. Well, that's not true according to God's Word, and I've found it much more reliable than anything that man may say, including myself, especially in trying to make the teachings from Scripture more palatable and digestible. The problem is that the short-term gratifications and outcomes belie many long-term problems that we are not ready and able to face, including an eternity apart from Him if we don't get this. You see, in a fallen world, as fallen people apart from Christ, or having come to Christ and still having to live in the flesh and in this broken culture, we need trials in order to grow. We need tests in order to strengthen our faith so that we can be ready in any and every circumstance. And that ready word ready is a key phrase, key word. That's what we've been talking about, and I pray learning over these last few episodes. God has called us to join him in the fallen and sinful world and in our own weak flesh to be made new in Christ and in the power of the Holy Spirit so that we can help others see what he is like and come to know Christ. If we were already in paradise, in heaven with him, we would face no difficulties. And that day is coming for all who believe on Christ as Savior and walk with him as Lord. 
But until then, it is only through the facing of the problems that are still going to come at us in this fallen world or that we're still going to struggle for, with in the temptations in our own flesh to face those problems, the sin and the suffering in that broken world. It's only through that that we can show the world what it means to know Christ and His love. And more importantly, to point them to Him. Because it's the only way they can be saved, just like you and I are saved. It is only as we go through all of this that we can walk in, and it's the title of today's devotional and message, that we can walk in readiness. I said ready was a key word, readiness. Why doesn't God just make us ready for any and everything when we come to Christ? Because the very nature of love, God himself, requires sacrifice and surrender. We can learn it and express it in no other way. My selfish flesh gets in the way when that is what's required. I don't want to do it unless I know love, unless I know Christ and know God the Father through him. You see, Chambers actually uses the Old Testament hero Moses to explain to us what it takes for God to get us ready for what he has in store. In Exodus 3, 4, we find God interacting with Moses. God called to him and he said, Moses said, here I am. Now, if you remember the story of Moses leading up to this point, here's what it looked like. He could have been thrown in the Nile River in Egypt at birth. He grew up in luxury and entitlement in the palaces of Pharaoh. He neglected the titles and accoutrements of Egypt. He killed an Egyptian who killed a Hebrew brother and then ran away and spent 40 years in the wilderness as a lowly shepherd. Now, God deems him ready and calls out to him. Moses is not quite sure, but God knows he's ready. And so he calls out to him. God called to him, and Moses said, here I am. Chambers says, when God speaks, many of us are like people in a fog, and we give no answer. Moses' reply to God revealed that he knew where he was and that he was ready. Or I think we could say at least we thought he was ready, right? But God knew. Yet his responses didn't quite come across that way. But as I said, God knew. Chambers says readiness means having a right relationship. There's that word again, a right relationship. I constantly emphasize that because we got to go back to the first and second greatest command that fulfills all the commands, all the laws and the prophets. They're about loving relationships. We're created for love. Readiness means having a right relationship to God and having the knowledge of where we are. We are so busy telling God where we would like to go. Yet the man or woman who is ready for God and his work is the one who receives the prize when the summons comes. We wait with the idea that some great opportunity or something sensational will be coming our way. And when it does come, we are quick to cry out, here I am. Whenever we sense that Jesus Christ is rising up to take authority over some great task, we are there. But we are not ready for some obscure duty or mundane task. We would much rather dictate to God where and when our lives should be spent. For him, of course. Continue with the devotional. Readiness for God means that we are prepared to do the smallest thing or the largest thing. It makes no difference. And here's a quote that, that, that I've put in here. 
the fruit of faithfulness is readiness. And the fruit of readiness is lived out faithfulness, no matter what the call may be. Chambers continues, it means we have no choice in what we want to do, but that whatever God's plans may be, we are there and ready. He can have his way in and through us. Whenever any duty presents itself, we hear God's voice as our Lord heard his Father's voice, and we are ready for it with the total readiness of out of love for him. Did you catch that? It is our response of readiness to whatever his call may be that shows our love for him. Paul said it this way in Colossians 3, 17 and 24, and I'm paraphrasing, putting the two together. Whatever you do, whatever you're called to do, do it with all your heart as unto the Lord and not for man's applause or rewards. You see, we need to be ready to serve him for his glory alone. Back to the Devo, Jesus Christ expects to do with us just as his father did with him. He can put us wherever he wants, in pleasant duties or in menial ones, because our union with him is the same as his union with the Father, that they may be one just as we are one. That's what Christ prayed in the high priestly prayer, prayer in John 17, in particular in verse 22. Be ready for the sudden surprise visits of God. It may not be a burning bush that doesn't burn up, or maybe it will be. But make sure that you are looking to, seeking and desiring that relationship with him that keeps you always alert and ready. A ready person never needs to get ready. He is ready. I was born ready. You've heard that response, right? That's how we ought to be with God in Christ. Think of the time we waste trying to get ready once God has actually called. The burning bush is a symbol of everything that surrounds the person who is ready and is on fire with the presence of God himself. Are you trying to dictate to God the places and situations where you're ready to love and serve him? Or are you keeping yourself in close relationship to him, seeking first his kingdom and righteousness at all times? That's Matthew 6.33, right? And then allowing him to call you whenever and wherever he knows the need is greatest and that you are always ready on his terms. Food for thought as we close out today's message. Once again, we're going to close by looking to a text from Paul in which the Holy Spirit inspires him to write how this bearing of burdens, this casting them on him, this getting in the yoke and learning from him and always being ready for his call, how it's all supposed to be lived out. We find it in Philippians 2, 13 through 16a. Paul says, For it is God who is at work in you, both to desire and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining or arguments or grumbling, so that you will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent, children of God, above reproach in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you appear as lights in the world, holding firmly the word of life. That's what it looks like to be ready and allow the Lord to have his way. Here's our love in action. Spend time with God in his word, prayer, and listening every day. Begin with the scriptures in this text. There's several really good ones there that the Holy Spirit, number two, can teach you. Ask him to teach you. Number three, journal any area or areas in your life where you're dictating to God what you're ready to do for him. 
And number four, then journal next to those areas where you're dictating to God what it will take for you to surrender and allow him to prepare you so that you're ready no matter what. Tomorrow is Friday, so it's Family Foundation Friday with co-host and friend David Walls, the executive director of the Family Foundation. Join us for a recap of this year's Kentucky General Assembly and those hot-button bills and, that made it through and how they will impact us and our state and our culture. And be sure to invite family, friends, loved ones, and enemies to hear these messages and these insights so that we can all hopefully be drawing to and, and walking closer to God in Christ and with the Holy Spirit. Again, go to our website, loveandlordship.com, all spelled out together, loveandlordship.com. You can find our book there. The icon's right there in the middle. Click on that. It'll take you right to where you can order the book. We'd love to know what you think about that. Contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com, loveandlordship at gmail.com. And if you'd like to give or if the Lord is compelling you or, or, or impressing upon you that we are a kingdom ministry that he's using uh, that's impacted you or others that you know, if you'd like to give, click on the Give tab near the upper right. Uh, it takes a minute or two. You can do it one time or ongoing monthly. All donations are fully tax deductible and greatly appreciated. And if it's not us, keep praying until the Lord shows you who he would have you partner with and give to, and then follow through in loving obedience. You can also give mobily, cash app, cash.app, A-P-P, forward slash, dollar sign, love and lordship, all spelled out and together with both those capital, cash.app, forward slash, dollar sign, love and lordship with both L's capital. You can do it by mail to Love and Lordship. Send it to 324 Timothy Drive, Nicholasville, Kentucky, 40356. Thanks again for doing so. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day in the love and lordship of Christ. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.